Oh, good evening. <laughs> good evening, ladies and gents, kings, queens, things, everyone, and everybody in between. Um, this is Reality Rewind, and this week we take a dive into nothing but uh, everything we hate about Black people all rolled up into one. Because well, it truly is. That's a, that's a way to start a show. Um, but yes, we are going on down the Huntsville. I was highly excited. Same. Literally. Same. I have to say, before we start dragging these people, everyone will. Um, I will say this is one of the most entertaining new reality shows I've seen. I feel like that's only because everybody is so unnecessarily extra. Mm-hmm. And majority of the conflict could have honestly been solved with. Simple conversation. Exactly. <laughs> and I think that's what makes it so funny because so much of this could have been solved with a phone call. All of this. Yeah, like 98% of this could have been solved even over a text message. Like two text messages, this shit would have been fixed. Well, no, because they don't do well with texting. They don't. They don't do well with texting. Except for Melanie and Martin. That's the whole Shit, they don't do well with anything. Um, for those of y'all that have not seen Love and Marriage Huntsville, it's a show revolving around three Black power couples in the world of construction and home building and sales. You have Kimmy Grant Scott and Maurice Scott. You have Marcel Scott and Letitia Scott mm-hmm. and Melody and Martel Holt with special guests, Tiffany and her husband, I don't know what the fuck his name, with their last name. And the then Whitman. Destiny. The Whitman. Oh, the Whitmans. The Whitmans. And then Destiny Peyton Williams. Yes. Who apparently at some point in time did some time in Detroit. And you can kind of see it coming out. No, I think she's from there originally. You can kind of see it. Yeah. But she didn't slap nobody. I mean, she, and I just felt like she, she would she get in all three of them cities. Yeah, but we all talk shit. I wanted her to like physically assault somebody. Like, I was looking for a piece of home in this. See, this is is because of the level of respectability involved in this show. Oh, trash. This is one of the ones. They're not going to fight on camera. Off camera, they'll be throwing them hands, but they're not going to ever do it on camera. They'll just talk about it on camera. So, the the center of the show and the main um, storyline of the entire season is very redundant, but it's Melody and Martell's divorce mm-hmm. um melody and martel were married for what 14 years they were together for 14 years or married for 14 they years? were together 14 married 12 okay so they had been married and together for quite a bit of time mm-hmm. um martel stepped out had a baby stepped out for five years not even a break baby that wasn't a step that nigga was on vacation because it was five years he was yeah yeah that's more than a step. That that's, was more than a mistake. That's, that's a trip. That's a that's, that's a, a that's, that's a, a relationship. relationship. Yeah, that's a whole relationship. Yeah. Not, well, yeah. he ends up having a baby with this woman. Melody finds out all this mayhem ensues, and it affects everybody's relationship. Keep in mind, though, that everyone on this show is a living piece of human excrement. They're all garbage. I'm not gonna say that, except for Kimmy, and except for Destiny. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say it loudly and proudly. Every last one of these people is juvenile, lacks basic communication skills, is massively insecure, bails their trauma in their Black 
black misogyny, their black respectability politics, yeah. their homophobia, of perceived homophobia and transphobia and classism. Every last one of these people is fucking garbage. I think what makes them insufferable for me, because I don't want to, I don't, I don't think that any of them are bad people. I think they are insufferable people. But a big part of what does that for me is the air of superiority and elitism and the classism that is clearly on display here and it's and I also like the black respectability politics of it well it's like uh, but it's really the classism because I there's this thing among black people you see it a lot in the midwest and in the south where it's like the ones that have done something with themselves in any respect they pull this black elite bullshit. Their elitism is in reality very much so in white and supremacy. It's it seeped in white supremacy, but it's also seeped in their own trauma of not feeling good enough for whatever reason, whether it's because they grew up poor or because they were rejected by family members or whatever the reason, it's all seeped in their own insecurities about are they enough? And that's the biggest part of what makes this inseparable because people like that are inseparable. Because it's like, just because you found a way to be successful in whatever capacity, just to be whatever you deem as successful, because success is relative. Subjective. Your version. Yeah. Everybody's idea right. of what success yeah, is. Yeah, like it's your version and my version that are not going to be the same. Yeah. So, because. I don't measure up to what your idea of success is. You then feel like you're somehow above or better than I am. And they're doing this within like the bounds of their friendships and relationships. Mm -hmm. They want to get a fucking awful people. Let me start at the top, right? Mm -hmm. um, okay, so I say we take each person from worst to manageable. How about we just go through the season? That's a lot to have. Actually, it really wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot. That's why I said we could do this in one episode. To be perfectly honest, bitch, it was 20-something episodes of Martel and Melody yelling about the same thing. Yelling about the same thing in different areas. Knowing that the other's going to show up. Yeah. But also, but this is this is why, but this also speaks to why shows like this sometimes get on my nerves. Because you're taking a couple who are freshly divorced and it was traumatic, their breakup, because not only was it just traumatic because of circumstances, but also it happened on television and they have children. And you're taking this couple and consistently forcing them into the same space. Nobody forced them. Whether it's forced under the sense of y'all get paid by episode, so if you don't show up on this episode, you don't get paid. They are successful Black, according to them, they are successful Black entrepreneurs. But we saw through this season that that's not really true for Martin. Because he's why he got to get his credit fixed and he don't really... Which, that 
was the gag. And he not the money not coming in. And then we find out really it was Melanie who was holding everything up. Melanie, Melanie was, was the one really doing all the business moves that he claims to be so instrumental in. That's it. He was nothing more than an employee, <clears throat> really. Uh, honestly, he was. He truly was. Uh, Melody was the one that held the builder's license, which is what Martel needed to continue to be able to build. Mm-hmm. He didn't have one. Martel is... And then this? he went and tried to link up with his other friend that has one because he exactly. can't pass the test to get one. Martel gives me R. Kelly illiteracy vibes. Oh. I know you can't be the only one. I know I, I'm sorry. I know I can't be the only one that thinks that. No, I did think I, I did say I think he scammed his way through college. <laughs> this thing is looking at a book about dinosaurs as he's pterodactyl goes, he, gives me, he looks illiterate as fuck. He gives me a dequa. Shut up. <laughs> it took a minute for that to go. <laughs> he just he's an idiot. He truthfully, emotionally. He gives me a intelligence-wise. <laughs> intelligence-wise, excuse me. This man is an idiot. The only saving grace this man has ever had in his life that he is fine as fuck. And I think that he That's has it. used that to get through life. Yeah, well, I mean, which let's be honest, like no shade. There's a, a fuck ton of people that have been able to do that. Yeah. But at some point, you have to be honest to yourself. It's like, yo, I'm fine as fuck, and I've been able to milk that shit. I mean, granted, like, make it run with it, but be honest about it. Granted, we don't know these people. We know this motherfucker could be a Mensa member. He could be a fucking genius. Well, we know the game of genius. We don't know nothing about these people, and we basing all these opinions Did on you? the way this show was edited. You put a white page just in front of him on the cover. He's gonna go white again. What? What? This is based what? on the presentation that has happened on our television screens. And the way that he's carried himself has proven him proven between that he's this and more. social media. The thing about it is a lot of times I I say, Oh, you know, it could just be the edit, maybe they're not really like that. Dang but man. then this cast is so active on social media. Yes. It's so active. Just kind of, and they're so accessible and so, like they Except respond the to all the comments. And now she be on Instagram. She responds to the comments on Instagram. Oh, she got her ass off of Twitter, but she stayed. On she Instagram. got out Twitter, yeah. Okay. The um, her mental health. I guess. The only one is Tiffany. Her comments are off. You can't comment on her Instagram. Smart, because nobody likes Tiffany. But it's yeah, it's like outside of that. All the rest of them are really accessible you know on else? Instagram. So then it makes it like, well, maybe this really is how these people are. No, that's how they are. Because there's, it's like, are. it's carrying over into the social media. And I don't think any of them is good enough actors to be able to carry this character for this long. I do believe that Melody and Martell put 20 on 10. Very much so. I think that everybody else they know people are invested in reacting to it's like they know that people are really because they pitched the show yeah they're executive producers yeah they know people are really invested in the fallout from their marriage so they very much give it way more energy than they would if it was a different situation um so throughout the season Talking about giving things more than they should. Throughout the season, 
we see Melody and Martel continuously show up to these events, knowing that the other's going to be there, mm -hmm. and do nothing more than argue. And literally just come and fuck up the function. Or literally just fucking up all the fun. Everywhere, though. Like, literally. Because like, I don't understand. Me, myself, there's no way in the fuck I went to Vegas. I don't give a fuck who anniversary. No. Oh, shit. I'm not going to Vegas with my ex niggas. No. Like, are you stupid? I'm not. What? Because if I'm Especially going to Vegas. Not with the rest of you clowns. If I'm going to Vegas as a single bitch guarantee, I'm looking for some dick. I'm not going well, there with my ex nigga. Like, Felatio does come up in the conversation with this Martin. Quite a few times. Martel talks a lot about Melody. Melody, I hit second day. Performing. What did, oh my God, what did Trina Braxton say? Oh God. An oral exchange. I thought it was oral interaction or something. Like no, that. it was an oral exchange. She made it sound like she was going through the bank of oral sex. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she said oral transaction. Oh, that's what it was. It was an oral transaction. Oral transaction. I was like, what did you get it at Save a Lot? What are we doing? She ate down a little too for the receipt. So the rumor was that Melody performed the oral transaction with Savannah, but instead, well, there was a transaction that happened. She claims that he ate her out, which is neither here nor there. Which I believe. But also, y'all not together no more. But then, you know, the rumor was the reason. The thing that people are saying is that the reason Martel cheated is because she was fucking a business lawyer. Yeah. And had been fucking a they lawyer for a while. And he found out and that's why he cheated. I actually highly doubt that because Martel gives the vibes of, well, you you told me no. So I'm gonna go get some pussy elsewhere. Because like he knows Martel he is can. that man that that's because exactly he knows he can. He knows that man, that man knows that if he goes out and hollers at just about any and everybody yeah. in this world. He's gonna get some pussy, some ass, yes. some dick, some coupons, a couple of scratch offs. Coupons. <laughs> Which coupons I, some scratch offs? But no, he, he can knows, get whatever he wants. He in knows world. that there's not a highly attractive. He knows there's not a room that he could walk in and not at least one woman is interested. I don't think there is, a, I don't think there's a single uh, male and masculine male attractive person in this world that if he approached, wouldn't think twice about it. They yeah. might say no, but they're still thinking like, I could lay down with the lady. Yeah, down. like down. get down. Like He's he knows, fine. he knows he can walk into really any room and somebody will be available to him. No shit. Martel gives all right. Martel gives get big body little dick. Martel gives little dick energy. Like let's just be perfectly honest. He does. Martel gives overconfident, egotistical little dick energy but you know what though he he does in some of his actions but i truly think that, that big. i think it's big and i think he knows what to do with it like stevie j yeah okay where yeah. it's like uh why is it you like you know it's like you be tearing the shit down but then the person gets up after they it's over and be like oh why did i fuck you yeah but that, yes, like CBJ. I mean, unless you're, unless you're Melody, where she decided to have a save the relationship baby. I mean, she was with that nigga for 14 years. Yeah, like, but he's saving a relationship with a baby. I think she thought, I think, she, I truly don't think the baby was intentional. I think she thought if I give him so much more pussy, he'll stop cheating. I think she thought if I fuck him on demand anywhere, everywhere, he'll stop cheating on me. Yeah. 
when girl now he was never because he's still gonna cheat anyway because again he knows he can walk into any room and somebody and throw the panties at him all kinds of ass he he lives off that that shit feeds him yes very much so because i mean my thing is i know he's trash and if he slid in my DMs, I might consider it. Oh no, bitch! I, I, I will. Fuck there's, there's no doubt about it. Like I would, I would top the living shit out of that man. I, I told you earlier, I'd punch him in the face. I would choke the shit out of him. This nigga would come out with whip marks and bite marks because my goal is to break my hypermasculine man. But I would fuck the shit out of him. And my thing is, I know I'm too black for him, so he's not sliding nowhere near over here. Oh no, he like them like He likes them very like. He um, like black women that look exotic. I'm too black for him. I got the squinty eye thing, but I'm too black for him. But if he- I don't he, know, bitch, because that other, that other woman, yeah, she got that like- <laughs> the almond shape eyes. Yeah, but I don't know because if he slid in DMs, I can't say I wouldn't answer. No, I mean I would in a heartbeat. I'd be like, you trash, but when are you gonna be up here? Exactly. <laughs> like, leave I, that bitch at home right. and leave them five babies at home. Yeah, and I can't have no more kids. So I ain't got worry about this. Sure. Why am I shooting my shot? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> I mean, no shade. Like all the men on the show are. Fine. They are very fun. They are. They're just horrible exact examples of like what men are or should be. It's like one thing or another. It's like so either uh, you fine or you trash. Either you ugly with a good heart. Like it's one or the other. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Uh, All these men, all these men are awful, and they are fine. All of them look like. Bitch, they look like a box of fucking whoppers because every last one of these niggas is, is speaking as a person with a bald head and a beard. Every last oh. one of these niggas got bald heads and beards. I was confused. I was like, whoppers? What the fuck are we talking about? Because they all got big ass Anybody heads, watching yeah. the video can see the confusion fly across my yeah. face. But it's like... Bald head and beard. They all look, I mean, they all are very handsome. They um, Watch the video on Spotify so you can see just how confused I was because <laughs> I was confused speechless. It was... <laughs> um so we have Martel and Mel- Melody's bullshit divorce shit happening. We also have Letitia Which, and her husband. Let's one more thing about them too. Mm-hmm. My biggest thing with the two of them, even if I didn't feel, even if I didn't care about nobody, nothing else. My biggest thing with two of them is how involved their children are in these very adult issues. Publicly. I have a I have very strong feelings about children being involved in adult issues. I do not like it. I do not think it's appropriate. I think that it is very sad who does do stuff like yeah. that. Divorce is hard enough on children without you dragging them into your adult shit. And I think people who use their children as emotional support animals need to find the closest fucking therapist support animals. and put like, little leashes in that damn little saddle on the babies when they go they out. They do. These people use their kids. As a, this whole Jalen's my king bullshit. My son is my king. That's Jalen is my king. Yeah. Because it's always a little nigga named Jalen. They really use their children as emotional support puppies and I don't like it. Like when he brought them to the to her office, didn't tell her, 
then got weird when she said, I'm going to go speak to my kids. And then she said she's going to be back, but he got an attitude and like rushed them out of there. How do you think these kids going to react? They have no understanding of, one, the implications of being on television, that of the, what the implications are for their children of being on television. Two, let alone going through the divorce. Mm-hmm. Three, throw in going in going through a divorce and consistently and constantly arguing. Four, arguing in front of your children. It's just and like she, not a single person in this relationship is self-aware enough. I'm a, I'm gonna say something controversially brave. There's not a single person in that relationship that cares about their children. Period. End of story. Because if they cared about their children, one, they would have tried their best to keep them off camera. Two, they would have tried their best to keep this shit as mundane, as low key as possible on fucking camera for the sake of their children. I'm not three. They wouldn't be arguing and fighting and airing this shit out on television, knowing good and goddamn well Huntsville ain't bigger than the goddamn man. They don't care I, about their children. I I'm, said what I said and I meant to. I'm not going to say if that. If you I'm cared not, about your children, you wouldn't be acting the way you were fucking acting. I'm not going to totally agree with it. I'm not going to say that they don't care about their children. I think they love their children. They just don't I, have the ability what I'm gonna to create say, boundaries what I was for their children. going to say was I don't think either of them are emotionally mature enough to see past their own feelings to see what this is doing to their children. Exactly. So it's not a like it's not a lack of love or a lack of caring. It's a lack of emotional maturity. I also do don't say I do think it is a little bit of a lack of love. Because when we're talking about the sacrifice because they always talk about sacrifices, right? Mm-hmm. When we're talking about the sacrifices that parents make for their children, when something like this happens at the very least, keep your black asses in separate places. I still think that goes back to the emotional maturity, though. And also the... And also, we don't get paid if we don't show up. That That's fair, too. And because of... But we gonna miss some days, because I'm not gonna like, be out here arguing with you. But and again, have my baby it goes this. back to the lack of emotional maturity. Because at, because you also gotta think, at this point... We had season four of this show. Three. Oh, you mean airing now? Yeah, airing okay, yeah. now. We're airing in the like, season four. Watch that later. What you talking about? I don't... They're not moving houses like that no more. That's why every property you see them working on is their own. Also, too, I wonder how many people backed away from everyone because, because of, of this. That's what I'm saying. I don't they can't move through the construction world the same way because a lot of people is going to be like, ain't you the ones on blah, blah, blah. So they need the show. And Did whatever you comes not from quite it. break baby on your wife? Right. Who is still awful, an awful person who I try my and best you to started, so bad for but can't find it she's in She's inseparable. Me. She's awful. And you start to see that even as early as season two because there's they end up going on like, Martel and Melly are going on like local radio and doing an interview. And the radio DJ is asking about his fam. That's where the coleslaw shit came from. Is asking about his sad piece and his everything else, calling the girl coleslaw and all this other shit. And that's when he called her a peasant on TV, which if it was me, me and my puss would have been the fuck on. Because bitch, a peasant. 
Girl, me and my puss would have been great in them fucking pockets. Oh. Like, good luck feeding the children you already have. I'm taking what is mine. Mm-mm. Like, take that nigga to court and drag the shit This was out before of they had a baby. Oh, damn, fair. I don't know if she was pregnant this time or not, but I'm like the first and second season, he didn't call this bitch a present. He didn't call her all kinds of shit. Mm-mm. And it's like, what you not about to do is talk about me like you crazy? Like, you wasn't running up in behind me, bitch. And you know, immediately after that aired on the radio, he went, I was there with I Mel. I was there with Mel. Exactly. I had to say it because of her. You know how I feel. You, you know, know what and this I'm getting is. Out, bitch, I'm getting out of I'm this getting relationship. Out of this relationship. It's gonna be you know me and you. She don't satisfy me the way you do. And he says that on camera to he her says in the that second all the time. season. Yeah, he says that at least like eight to nine times in this season. Every time he's trying to get her mad, and she she falls for the bait. She falls for every fucking every time. time. But they're both consistently on this track of, well, I got to prove that I'm better than you. Yep. And then Melanie, and that goes Melanie's back to emotional maturity. Like that I understand her want to be like, oh, I'm gonna show you, nigga. I got get that. It's like you're the one who fucked everything up. You're the one who did all these things. Like you're the one who hurt me. Like yeah. I'm going to show you that I'm better than you. Like, I understand that. Mm-hmm. I don't understand his willingness and capability to think that he's entitled to the same thing. But that, I mean, you see his mama, though. She very much treats yeah. him like he's the king of the world. Okay. So, of course, he going to think he's the king of the world. Pull up. Why does this man have two women in his life and both of them have horrible wigs? His wife got a bad wig. And let me tell you this. Let me just say this. If if he has good wigs and bad insults, them wigs need help. <laughs> no. His mama's wigs. I'm his talking mama's about wigs look like dirty dish rags. His mama's wigs is like she got down to the beach. His mama wig. got them damn Sonia Norwood wigs just in Auburn. That I mean, curly ass wig. The thing about it is, I like the look on her. Like she's beautiful, and I like the way. Ooh, the, the mama? Yeah, she's so pretty to me. Bitch, that mama look like a crackhead. Not to me. <laughs> she look no. We so. not playing this. You know she looked like no, a recovering crackhead. I don't think so. Hold I on. don't see it. She looked like a recovering crackhead. I said what I said. I don't see it. They, I don't agree. I don't uh, see it. Martell Hoyt's mama. I just think that. I just, I just think we need better stylists. I think that better stylists needs to happen. That woman. His mother's a lovely lady. The fuck she is. She is. She trash. didn't do anything. She raised that nigga. Mm, that's growing up fine in the South. That's growing up fine. Tell me she, she, tell me she don't look like a recovering crackhead. She doesn't to You me. a bald-faced lie, bitch. She look like a recovering crackhead who sit so. there and do shots of cheap red wine and smoke. I really bars. don't think so. I truly don't. Like, this isn't no placating, no bullshit. I don't know fucking none of these motherfuckers like me. I just don't think that. She looked like a recovering crackhead, and she got that Selma and Patty voice. You know she was smoking straight shooters. I don't. I don't think so. I just don't. I don't think she looks like a cricket. I don't. She do. And I mean, and you know what, Miss Wanda do too. We'll get to that bitch. Now she looked like a recovered cricket too. She just like she like a heavy drinker. She looked like okay. We can Mama, just say she's in. Well, should probably in some sort of recovery. Mama looks like she drink. She drink Thunderbird. Is that over for wrong? 
It's, I don't even know what it is. It's liquor. It's that shit to be at the bottom. It's liquor. Like, it's the, you know, it's that shit to be at the bottom. It's dusty. Oh, yo, yo, dive bar well liquor. Like a crystal castle. It's yellow. pop off. It's yellow. What the fuck is that? It's like cheap ass LZ. Oh, bitch. I ain't never heard of it. Well, I don't see I don't that. even know that's the real name of it. I just heard somebody call it Thunderbird Alpha. I don't know if that's the real name. I heard somebody I know call it this. Yeah. Is that the name? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is actually a wine, but it's a wine at 17%. Yeah, like... Oh, oh, that's what it is. Okay. It's like a Boots Farm. Boots Farm is a... It's a fortified yes, wine? it is. Yeah, it is. That I knew. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know what. I just know I be seeing. I just, somebody yeah. told me it, and I was like, ooh, that sounds like a hood red bitch turns I did not, I never realized that those were, because what I think of as being, let's be honest, bougie boy, what I think of as being portable five wines is something like a, like a port or a, a Pinot de Chiron. Yeah. <laughs> That's fortified with cognac. Mm-hmm. Not. Not Mad Dog 2020. Apparently, Mad Dog 2020 Mad Dog is a fortified wine. No idea. Bitch, yeah. ranking the top five bum wines. This is a thrillist article. Of course it is. Well, bum I'm... wines. What? That is so trash. Well, let's be honest. Miss Wanda looked like she drinks some wild Irish rose or some Cisco. She she gives and mix it with our remiss. She gives Thunderbird. She gives Pop Off. She gives she gives cheap and loose. She, she gives Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. She gives Five O'Clock She gives it's too readily available for this bitch. You know she gives dusty bottles in mm-hmm. the bottom shelf. She gives <laughs> liters for fourteen dollars. Like it's <laughs> fourteen dollars mixing it with Everfresh. If you're if you're in the Midwest, you'll know what Everfresh is. Yes, because we'd all have did that. Shit, she gives she gives plastic leader jugs with the weird stopper thing. Like it's. <laughs> I feel like Miss Wanda's like I'm gonna make a fancy dinner. It comes back. She's like I want some wine. She comes back with a jug of Carlo. With a jug, yes. Mama no, gets Franzia. No, not even Franzia. Because Franzia, Franzia kind of slaps. Kind of does. It kind of slaps when you just want to get fucked up. You get up. you a good, pic- that, a pic- good picnic and That's get a it. box of Franzia. And it keep a good temperature. Put that in your car and clean your windshield. Yeah. She just. Yeah. Nonetheless, Martel's mom would like crack hair. Because I, I got agree. a brush to say about Miss Wanda. But I, I don't, don't agree with it, it, but whatever. Um. So we also have Marceau and Letitia. No, because that's not. Let's go. Let's go, Maurice. Maurice and Kimmy. Maurice and Kimmy. Who, in reality, I guess they're here to be the balance. Because you know, our reality show needs the balance. Because <coughs> they don't really do anything. They're the Cynthia. <laughs> they are. They're the Cynthia Bailey. Show. They really are. They don't really do anything. They don't really no. be in a whole lot of the, the mess. Maurice the is drama. a mess, but Maurice is a mess a lot of times for our proxy because he decides to open his finance. Just like Kimmy. Kimmy's usually in mess by proxy. But Kimmy's also in mess by proxy and in the midst of it. So for some reason, she ends up having to check somebody. Yeah. But it's the two of them, it's like they're pretty level. Yeah, they're pretty reasonable. For um, the part. They are my favorite people on this show. Yeah. They're, because it's like. 
They're actually people. Yeah, they're people. They have they they display a level of concern and caring for human beings. Yeah. And you know, there's a level of accountability being taken. My only thing is I wish that they communicated better, but that could just be growing pains over you wish Maurice I would yes, better. I wish Maurice communicated better. Because Kimmy says because I want them to make it. To yeah, I want them to really make it and really go. Cause I really do enjoy them as a couple. They are very fun. I would hang out with them. I would hang out with Kimmy. They are they seem very fun as a couple. Maurice is welcome to pick his wife up when we're done. And individually, like I do really enjoy them. I just I wish I hope that he gets better with the communication. He is, I will say. But he does acknowledge and he you can see that he tries. That's what it is. Like Maurice, Kimmy checks, Kimmy checks the shit out of him. Well, not the shit, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Kimmy checks Maurice. And Maurice tries to do that, you know, man bullshit. And eventually he realizes, well, this is stupid. And he has a conversation with his wife. Mm -hmm. And that's, and it's when, because you have, did you notice, like when Kimmy's talking to Maurice, she starts like, she starts at a six, but then she turns into that lullaby tone. That like very soothing, like, I want you to hear me and Mm -hmm. I want you to know that I'm not attacking you, but if you need to listen. If you need to listen, yeah. And he he shuts the fuck up and he actually listens in that moment. The rest of these niggas just fucking. Yeah. Um, Kimmy has a son from a previous marriage. Mm -hmm. Jalen? Jalen, yeah. This nigga name is actually Jalen. Was Jalen her king? It is, and that's funny. No, because he's too... He's too grounded. He's too grounded and well-adjusted. Actually, I take that back. Jalen is my favorite in the show. I meant them as a family. Oh, okay. Because the kids are very grounded and well-adjusted. Yeah. They're they're, very... They do kids stupid shit. They're very reasonable. Like, they're just reasonable people, and on reality TV, you don't get a lot of that. No. They are, to me, they play the realest of everyone on the show because it doesn't feel like they're putting on for the cameras. It doesn't feel like... Kimmy doesn't feel like she's doing that ever. It doesn't feel like Maurice does either. No, Maurice don't say... Maurice just be saying... I think that there's like, clearly... He barely say shit happens. I think time. there's clearly sometimes there's communications that he's having that he would not have the camera was not there. Yeah. But it so. definitely doesn't feel like he puts on for the camera. Like they just... They just feel more true to life and more relatable. Yeah. Than the other people on this show. I will say though, I thoroughly do not like the fact that Maurice allows Letitia Marceau, Martel, Melody, almost the entire cast to disrespect his wife as being a side chick. And not just and including Maurice's ex-wife who put that out there. Exactly. And they constantly bring this up. But that's what I mean by I want to see him more vocal. He needs, like, brother or not, he needs to call Marcel a punk pussy ass nigga who's out here dating a younger woman to be her daddy. Like he needs to be dragging his brother, like how fucking dare you? Mm -hmm. Which we're gonna get into that because I got a lot of feelings about that. Um, Mm -hmm. and the fact that Kimmy has to consistently be the vocal one in order to defend herself and this relationship. 
is disgusting. Yeah. Like, she's the one that constantly has to fight. And he's just sitting there like, nah, she wasn't. She wasn't. It's like, no, nigga, get mad. Throw a bottle. Cuss these niggas out. Stop talking to your brother. Your brother just called your wife your side chick. If you would have said that, if you would have said that shit about Letitia, it would have been hell to pay. Defend your wife, nigga. That was probably like the most disheartening thing for me as far as their relationship through this whole season. Yeah. Because they kept calling this woman a side chick. And, and he just was just disrespecting like disrespecting her. And she completely. Just and he said, he barely said anything. Not until, it was like, not until really the reunion that he really said anything about any of the shit they would say to her. He did say, oh, she wasn't a side chick, but it's not like the check that needs to happen. Right. She was not a side chick, and here are the consequences that I'm putting in place if you want to continue to have this conversation. Yeah. We don't have to talk. Or I'm going to just beat your ass. I'm going to burn your house down. Like, that nigga should... No shame. And this is going to be real problematic, y'all, so I'm going to just give y'all the heads up. Trigger warning. That nigga should have been outside these people's house at 4 o'clock in the morning, burning a goddamn cross in their lawn, making them think it was the white people that did it, and ran these niggas the fuck out of town. Whoa. Not at all where I saw this going. Jesus Christ. How did we get here? You kind of scared them niggas. Bitch, we took a turn at Albuquerque. I... (laughs) He need to get it. To, he need to I wasn't so high, my eyes got you. much wider. But goddamn, what the fuck? He need to be blocked because your own brother has sold you out more than once. Your own brother called your wife a fucking side chick in your face. Yes, I would make them feel without them knowing that it was me. But I would make them feel like their lives and everything that they built is in fucking danger, so that they were forced to fucking leave. That that's uh, oof. You cross the line, and how I Yikes. respond is how I respond. You shouldn't have said it to begin with. The the turn we took. Yeah, shit. That whoa. you didn't want to think that the bitch. player was coming to lynch you, but guess what, nigga? You should have kept your oh, fucking mouth shut. Oh, bitch! God. I'd be oh, out. Oh my god! I'd be out there with mannequins and white sheets setting that shit up in the middle of the night. So All when right. they wake up, these niggas is terrified. All right. Well, that's the end of the Green <laughs> forever. Because goddamn, what? <laughs> These things would have psychological damage because that's once again yikes. the weight that Kimmy has had to carry by herself. They deserve that. It's like, no, fuck that. I'm going out and I'm gonna take these mannequins and I'm gonna put these sheets on these mannequins and I'm gonna burn this cross into your yard. And guess what? You niggas are gonna be so broken and done by the time I'm done with you that you're gonna leave my How life long alone. do you have to set this up? I feel like you <laughs> get caught before we got to the no, burning bitch. cross. If you move quick the cross is the last thing you need do you have people with you do you have a a crew all you need is like four mannequins you ain't got to break them apart too bad you just break the uh do the torso and legs put it together real quick throw the sheet on but it's put the gasoline and put a mannequin together you know them torsos and legs but you gotta practice You practice these things. Like, you have to plot these things out. You have to, this is time. That's a lot of energy and effort. But for the defense of your wife, who is nothing but kind and pleasant, there is no cross that should not be burned. (laughs) I am very drunk, y'all. I'm sorry. I I think that this might be the last episode. (laughs) It's real. Goddamn. Bitch, the call is coming from inside the house with these things. Always. The calls come from inside. But then also, let's keep in context that Kimmy was a nurse in the pandemic. 
Yes. Dealing with this bullshit. This woman is seeing people die on a daily basis. And she comes home and hangs out with the people that she thinks is supposed to be her fucking safe space. Yeah. And she gets called a side chick? Yeah, no. Fuck that. Burn crosses. They deserve the emotional trauma. I just don't understand how we're staying with the burn (laughs) Because they deserve the emotional trauma, especially with tissue. (laughs) Exactly. Aaron's here, y'all, for Black Yeah, yeah, He's That's kidding. exactly it, though. You you set these niggas up so that they have uh-huh. nothing but emotional tra- trauma to carry with their black asses back to the fucking north. <laughs> no. Back to the north? I, uh, Take your ass north. I am... Uh, have these niggas running waiting for Harriet Tubman and her girl. Get out of here. I am speechless. And also, I didn't like that Maurice didn't handle his baby mama better. Like, instead of just keep acquiescing to all of her whims because exactly. he his son, he should have handled the shit. And it never, you know what I'm saying? I, I just feel like he don't, he be so busy trying to keep peace that he don't handle the shit. He but he's not it. keeping peace. That's the thing. He's not. He's, he's not, allowing mayhem He's just not handling shit. Like there's, and he needs to be checking these There's people. been a couple times where I was like, Maurice, where is you at? I need you to step up and just deal with the things. Which, that whole shit in the pool. Yeah. That entire interaction in the pool. He set his his barely melanated ass on the end of that damn pool. He is that nigga's high yellow. This nigga is fluorescent negro. He set his ass on the corner of that damn pool and let his wife be canceled. Turn the lights off and still Yes! Yes! We are. This nigga look like a sexy ass glow in the dark poster. The way the light scans about to cancel us. <laughs> I don't. The I, way that I, Kitty had to defend herself in that pool. In the last 10 minutes. Two men. In the last and, 10 and minutes. Two to three women was disgusting. In the last 10 minutes, we have pissed off the social rights activists. I don't care about and them. And the light scans. I, These niggas are too busy. Bitch, we're not going to make it through this episode. <laughs> no, I fully, I completely and utterly fully planned on bringing out every anti-Black thing that I can say about people who are nothing more than commodifying anti-Blackness and creating this as an idea of goals. I, yeah, and he says something, he says it multiple times, this idea of the high achieving individual. And them being, yes. And it's. Yes. First of all, nigga, you think you're part of the talented team. First of all, and some of y'all gonna be mad, but I don't give a flying foot. The idea of the high achieving person is a hundred percent steeped in white supremacy, white supremacy and elitism. Because yes. in reality, there's nothing. The only the only difference between this person and this person really, especially when it comes to academic things and when it comes to things like doing certain types of work is the type of effort that you put into it, right? Because right. anybody can master anything. It's just some who have to put in more effort than other people. That's not to say that you're, but to say that you're a high achieving individual screams that you believe you to be superior to based on some level of genetic coding which just is not true i mean but he's also light-skinned so what else can we say no because they <laughs> that's that's a 
That's just silly. <laughs> that nigga can't pass the paper bag test. <laughs> well, no, he could pass it. I'm about to say yeah. uh, flying colors. He, he could pass it. He flying, is... no, flying no colors. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I you know can't. that fluorescent yellow from Lisa Frank? That's Jesus. the color of this figure. Oh God. I you saying he looked like a highlighter? I am <laughs> he looked like a sexy ass highlighter. That man is gorgeous, but we he is please, bright. Weekly reminded the views expressed by Lee <laughs> are not reflective of the views of, of reality rewind. <laughs> Bitch, we trying to get sponsorships, huh? So. Oh, no, it really is. Yeah. That's why we forever gonna be your local non-sponsored podcast. I mean, at this point, we are no better than Kaya. Let's just be honest. Let's be self-aware and real. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's yeah, that's about it. Then we, but I don't know. Whatever. I just they need to let the respectability go. All of them do. I just wish that we saw more of Maurice checking his brother and his brother's wife, as well as Marta, checking everybody. I don't think he ever did about though. his wife. Not really. Like that just made me because Kimmy, out of everyone on this show, the way that Kimmy is presented is she really is just a good woman. Mm-hmm. Like she's that rich, wealthy aunt that's like, we're gonna take you skating this weekend, you know. <laughs> Like, she's that aunt that on a Sunday afternoon, you can catch her riding around blasting Return of the Mac. Mm-hmm. Like, there is something very just comforting about her and her willingness to engage in conversation. And even when she's pissed off, even her arguments at the end of the day are conversations. She ain't like the rest of them yeah. screaming and throwing shit and acting. Like, she's having, she might be loud, but she's having a conversation and it might be at you and not with you, but she's having a conversation. Yep. I just feel like Kimmy deserves to be protected more, especially being in the circle where you have a Martell. But being in the circle where it's your husband and then your in-laws and for her to consistently not be protected. It's is, trash. Yeah, it's awful. It's trash. Um, which they're little, they're 21 year old son. He's adorable. Yes. So, um, he's another one. If he slid in the DMs, I might consider. I don't know about that. He's a baby. He got a list. He got a big nose. He got that like little, like little round tennis ball nose and a list. It's too much of a scream to me. Like you just hit puberty. But also from what I, from life experience, niggas with lists eat pussy better. Well, and also he's tall, so he probably got a big ass dick too. Like he's tall and skinny. Like tall skinny dudes usually have big ass dicks. Yeah, but again, I said consider. I didn't say do shit. No, I've just looked at this boy. It's like whose baby is this? He's cute. Oh. He's adorable. I, I probably wouldn't because in real life, I'd probably break that little boy in half. All right, Dustin. Um, Kimmy's I mean. oldest son, who is <laughs> Maurice's stepson, yes, is given at twenty-one years old. This is, we're going to get into Maurice. I'm sorry, Marceau and Letitia. This leads us here, yeah, it leads us to them. He is at the age of 21 and graduating college with a business degree, not hospitality, that's important, Mm -hmm. um, is given the opportunity to be the general manager of a lounge. This young man has never worked in restaurants, has Mm -hmm. had no experience, hasn't washed a dish, bust the table, 
ran food, made a cocktail. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know what Maison play is. He does not know how to pour a wine, how to taste the cognac. A Scott doesn't know what Isla Scotch. He knows nothing. But for some reason, Marceau, daddy, mm -hmm. and his daughter decide it's a good idea to put this 21-year-old in this position. And from what we see, we see him trying to rise to the occasion, but also saying, I don't know how to do this. You see him trying to rise while also consistently asking them for help, but you also see how hands off they are as owners. Lazy. And as boss, because Lazy. they consistently tell him what he's not doing and consistently make these demands and requirements of him while he's at telling them, I had a staff walk out. I need multiple help until I can hire people because as it stands, I have to function as the head chef because I don't have one. Bitch, if you let, let's be if if servers, a head chef, and a beverage director mm -hmm. all leave at the same damn time, there is a problem with either management or ownership. Yep. In this case, there's a problem with both. And it's not anything of his own doing because he don't know. And he's he asking put, to be taught. He was put in a position and not sort and trained. But he's asking niggas that can barely also, have barely maintain basic communication. And he also asked them for an assistant GM who had experience Which, hold on. to help direct. No. No. You want them to bring somebody. And when I saw that, it was like, I understand why he did that. How fucking ever. It is in no way, shape, form, or fashion any assistant general manager's responsibility to train the general manager on the basic in and outs of running service yeah. at all. Yeah. Flip that shit around. Make that little nigga a, a shift lead. Make that little nigga an assistant general manager in training or what have you. Send him off to another restaurant so he can learn these things. And I'm but that is not the plight of the assistant general manager to take over that extra weight no i agree it. with that but i'm also and i'm all for helping your family i'm all for you know putting your family in place to win putting your friends in place to win but i feel like putting them in places they're not ready for it's just setting them up to fail but they also had no idea what the fuck they were doing mm -hmm. they still to this day i guarantee you okay here's my rant about niggas that open restaurants that never worked in a restaurant no way, shape, or fashion should you ever. First and foremost, the entire restaurant industry is based off of nothing more than all of the isms and obvious. Yeah. Completely and utterly. Especially when it comes to the structure of pay. So here you sit your bald head black ass the fuck on up here. Have no idea about it. Think that this is going to be easy as putting them old trifling ass Lego houses you out in the fucking backwoods of Alabama building. And it's not. We don't know nothing about the house. We build this stuff. It. <laughs> I'm saying that based on his personality. And oh my God. Okay. <laughs> based on his personality, bitch, it felt like this nigga's throwing up drywall and Lincoln logs. He needs to. <laughs> bitch. That nigga is true ash. T R ash. True ash. Trash. Trash, trash. So you open the spot, you have no idea what you're doing. And you put this boy in this position and he's trying his damnedest and y'all do nothing but fucking dog him. Mm -hmm. He should have left true. when everybody else fucking left. Mm -hmm. 
He truthfully, truthfully, he should have left when everybody else left, and he should have texted y'all, and he should have said, fuck y'all. Don't ever speak to me again, because y'all set him up for failure. And not only that, but you set him up to be exploited by y'all. Yeah. And that's fucked up. There was no amount of money in the world that you paid this young man that could have ever equated to the amount of work that at 21 years old, he was having to fucking do. And then the fact that y'all offered him that position and offered him that position with the promise of some percentage of ownership and never clarified what that percentage of ownership was is also real fucked up. That's it too. Yeah. Everything was very vague. But once again, the only thing that Letitia and Marceau understood about the restaurant and bar industry, the hospitality industry, was the exploitation aspect of it. Mm -hmm. They felt like, oh, well, we only got to pay people $2 an hour and we can open this. Mm -hmm. And you trifling, raggedy ass niggas had no idea about the amount of work and education that goes into these things. Stick once again to playing connects out in the backwoods of Alabama. Okay, well. And while we're still at, this nigga's just trying. I hate her. I hate him. When I first went into this, I hated Martel the most. By the end, I hated Marceau Marceau the most. No, same. Because Marceau, at the end of the day, is just a messy bitch. He's a messy pussy. And see, for me, it's the it's this misogyny. It's the it's the really the it's just the condescending nature, the blatant lying, the willingness to throw any and everybody under the bus. There's no loyalty. He is a bitch made ass nigga. He is a bitch. Him and his wife, Kitty Click, Kitty Clickish. They both just give. They down there in Huntsville, scissoring. Oh, oh, you came really stressy today. Because I did not. The entire time of watching this, I was steeped in such anger. Because I'm like, I thought we were over this, and you sit here and you're demeaning, you're demeaning these black women for sitting around and gossiping, and nigga, you doing the exact same thing. You just sitting there with an oversized ass clip. Okay. um, He is a punk. He is a bitch made ass nigga. I just, it's the, again, this extreme level of superiority. It's the misogyny. It's the, like, he talks down to her. Yes. And then feels like he can do that to everybody else. He, will throw any everybody under the bus and then yes. claim, oh it was just a joke it was just a, like because you know he's it was talking about melanie's mama having a sex tape which that you said you've never seen and don't know it to be true yeah that would have been shit out there and that was what season two yeah that was the season before the one we're watching yeah that would have been the moment for me when i would have been done with him when I would have, we would have had one little group meeting and I would have kindly and politely collected my things. I would have went outside with my wine key. I would have slashed that little raggedy nigga's ass tires and I would have sliced his brake lines just in case he wants to dry it on the rims. It's like, <laughs> you are getting it today. You aren't making it home in one piece. 
something on you is going to ache. But it's just this consistent throwing stuff out there. Yes. Oh, it's a joke. Like, can we be in a side piece? Oh, it's a joke. It's, it's like somebody, mama got a sex tape. That is so disrespectful. He consistently throw out these super hurtful things. Even after, when the season three reunion aired, and Maurice said that he had never seen, he had never been in the same space with Marcel and his said shit. And then Marcel posts a photo showing he was there literally the day the reunion aired. And then, like, when they talk about it on the next season, it's like, oh, I didn't think anybody would take it serious. I didn't think that anybody would like think that much. This nigga is whack. This nigga is a, this nigga is a punk. This nigga is a punk ass sissy. That is sissy fucking shit. That shit that gay boys pull back when we're 14, 15, 16 years old. Like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. You need to grow up. And as much as he talks about being a man, nigga, you aren't a man. You're not a man. You're not. At least not in the way that you believe that manhood should be presented. He's not a man. He's not a person. I'm trying to... He doesn't deserve to be deemed as being... I'm just... I'm trying to have some level of... This thing is a coke rack. Just take your shit up. (laughs) Go away. I'm trying to keep some level of moderation with how far we go with these people just because... You know, we don't know these people. We're basing what is off what they show. Yes, TV. very much so. But the fact about that you have the unmitigated gall now we can to say, say these things on television. We can say the character of Marceau from this television show is. Would it hold on? All these girls around the world and everywhere we go, I've never seen another bitch as salty as these hoes. RuPaul said it. And there is a little bit of truth to that. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you can blame it on the edit to a certain degree, but at the end of the day, you said this shit. Yeah, if you didn't say it, they couldn't play it. That's just that's it. it. Yeah, it's bitch, you, know. you better blame it on the edit. Which that song Bob's, by the way. I've never heard it. It's actually really good. It's really good. Yes, everybody does want to blame the edit for whatever, whatever, but well, really he should be blaming his mama. It really and is his daddy. I'm not going to talk about their parents. I believe their parents are dead. I don't know. That's not my problem. They should have took them with them. Mm-mm. No. Said what I said. I'm standing 10 toes down in it, and I meant what I said. Uh, but it's um, it's also like everybody wants to talk about the edit, the edit. And we know, like, yes, the edit may change the context in which you said the shit. Yes. But the thing about it is, if what you said was fucked up, context don't really matter, it was still fucked up. Like, what if you said was fucked up. And you have children. Yeah. This country allowed you to breed. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. If I had bangs, they would have flew up. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Because, ooh, child, I don't. I'm really going in on them. I don't Why? care. Out of the two people that I feel are the most outside of Melody and Martel, are the most incapable and honestly should not be legally allowed to not only raise children, but to be around children, are Letitia and Marcel. I did. I walked into this with a heavy disdain for Martel. Um, you know, after the first couple episodes, I did walk through this with a heavy disdain. 
and also a desire to feel sympathy for Melanie, but also the inability to because she too is insufferable. You keep saying insufferable. Just say it. You are a terrible, horrible person <laughs> who does not deserve rights. Full stop. I'm not going to say that. The Bill of Rights should not apply to this bitch. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. What? She does not deserve the freedom of speech. Oh, she does God. not deserve the right to bear arms. Hell, she don't deserve the right to arms at this point with the way she talks. No. But as I move through the season and through the series, my ire shifted. Very much so. To Marcel and Letitia. But the disdain for them is steeped in the fact that they take so much pleasure pleasure in other people's misery that whenever people start to pull out of it, they go out of their way to pull them back into it. They are messy. Like the different little comments, doing little shit on social media, exactly. doing, you know, it's like Facebook. And get this, it's Alabama, so everything's on Facebook. Yes. But it's like Mind they you, have supposed to be upwardly mobile, successful people in their 30s and they're doing this shit on Facebook. Yes. Not even Instagram. It's like they have no desire to that it's like they they don't want anybody else to have any success or happiness, or it's <laughs> not more than they do. And so they go out of their way to try to cause dissension and disruption and but then also throw the rock and hide the hands. Like they do it in a way that is gaslight. Great, yes, they 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 gaslight. Like Marcel gaslights Letitia. He gaslights everybody. He does, and then Letitia then turns around and gaslights all her friends. And well, with the help of her old raggedy ass mama, her plastic yes, hair. Yes, it's very. I don't. I haven't seen actual synthetic tracks in a very long time. I don't know me neither. And this was like. It was jarring to see, actually. Your daughter got all this money and you walking around with synthetic on? Because I was like, her hair looked like them shiny, them shiny nylons. Bitch, her hair looked You know, like the kind they get the kids and dance or something? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what her hair looked like. You remember Polly Pocket? Yes. You remember how the hair was smoking? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that DMV have. <laughs> This bitch is a grown-ass woman walking around with 301 lashes on and this Polly Pocket-ass wig. They the kiss lashes. I know exactly what they kiss Virgo lashes. That's the style of them. I should kiss my ass and take them dumb-ass things off. But it's like, your mom, all this money you claim to have, y'all got, y'all whatever, why you going <laughs> pretending to test drive Maseratis and shit. Right. All this money that y'all have, and your mama walking around and busy pasta lashes and synthetic hair. On sale, in particular, Lee's Beauty Supply <sighs> lashes. Said, Actually, no, I take that back. Shoppers World on sale. Oh my lashes. God. Shoppers World didn't have lashes. <laughs> 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 if it was open now, they would. They'd the be on the bottom floor. My house got lashes. The Shoppers, Shoppers World in Queens? Yeah, there's a Shoppers World in Queens. <laughs> And they do sell lashes enough. They do. She got them old tired ass shoppers with lashes on. But it's that it's that um she also be using that 999 doobie shit. The kind that come in the box on the little uh, it there's about 27 people that's gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. 
they come on the it come in a box and then you take it out and it's on these little cones so that it always had a little undercurrent. It's pinned to this like synthetic. It looks like a butt plug. Honestly, oh, is this hair? It is, and the tracks is pinned to that, and they stay in the box. So they always hair. have that little bump curl on the bottom. Doobie hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's the outre. Yes, the little doobie, but that's what she uses. Oh, bitch! I this with hella pumping up. It's that doobie hair with a lot of pumping up on it. Mama walking around here with freeze curls and, and a Kira boots on. <laughs> hair is just as stiff and sharp and just just and dull after on top of that. Mama go nice. through a bottle of pump it up gold per hairstyle. That shit be <gasps> yes. It's this. the doobie joints. That's what she used. And she just styled them different. How much is this? They price? like $10. Shit, bitch, inflation is like 20 now. Oh, they 20 now. They used to be like 10. Oh, the real short ones was 10 dollars. Like the kind that do that, they was 10 dollars. This little outro, okay. The slightly longer ones might have been. Oh, no, I take that back. Eight dollars. Yeah, you can get the short ones for like 10 between seven and ten dollars, and then they get as they get a little longer, but they only go to like a shoulder length five. They don't go that long. Like, you're not gonna find nothing longer than 12 inches in the dude because it's around them butt plug cones. I about to keep that, that damn book on it. And then it comes with the bang piece on the little piece of paper. Uh, <laughs> Mama is just... So, they call her Miss Wanda. I'm not going to call her that. I'm going to call her Wanda because Miss, to me, is a term of respect and she doesn't deserve my respect. Actually, she doesn't deserve anybody's respect, but apparently she's got a husband and a boyfriend, but the husband done tipped out on her ass probably because he was sick of her. And I would have too. Miss um, Wanda is Miss Wanda is a Wanda. That's the best way to put it. She is Miss Wanda getting to Wanda getting to everybody's business for no reason. Why she's invited to events, I would never understand. Because nobody else's mama is there. Mm. I understood why she was at the black thing because that's a little, you know, halfway running shithole that. Marceau and um, Letitia Ryan. Yeah, makes sense. But Miss Wanda pop up at random events and just want to pick fights with people and say, "Why well, ain't lying? It's just what I heard." Like, but I what think, you heard was a lie, you dumb bitch. But I think that this show uses her in the way Love and Hip Hop uses Rashida's mama, where it's like. There's not enough drama going on. Go in there and stir the shit up. You know what I'm saying? Shirley. Yeah. Is her name actually Shirley? I think it is. I think it is. I think so. Okay. Think about this. Mm, no. Because you're right, about to say some King. shit that I don't want to be involved in. I'm going to pitch a show to you, sir. Oh, Jesus. I want a show mm-hmm. with Wanda. No. Mama D. No. <laughs> Shirley? Absolutely not. Damn Anthony. No. Lil Bow Wow's mama. No. <laughs> if you say Nancy Jones, I swear I'm leaving. I'll just say Pizzy Cotter. No. <laughs> that needs to happen. We don't need Poomkash no more. Yes, we do. Poomkash. Poomkash <laughs> is a turtle. Poomkash is 
Oh, God. Let's not get too loud because we are a Brooklyn bitch. <laughs> Damn, what? Or um, Jersey, one of those. Okay, we're safe. I thought they were in Brooklyn. No, no, no. They're from Harlem. And I think Kim Cash still live in Harlem, actually. Yeah, she do. So. Yeah, because she has a, a show on Instagram called um, Glasses Up for Harlem or something like that. Uh, That's really cute. Jim Jones is in Jersey because he be doing his Jersey weather man thing. It's very funny to me. Is what he go outside and tell you the weather, but he be telling you from outside, like he don't predict shit, and he just walk outside and tell you the weather, or and it's like in the most Harlem nigga way possible. Yeah. He he just be randomly telling you the weather, but it's like in the most nigga way you could ever tell the weather, because he one day it was the last summer when we had the hurricanes, or yeah yeah, yeah when I was at Brooklyn Comic Con, I almost got stuck. This motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't no Uber, the bitch said we're going in the house. I'm like, what the fuck you thought? But it was <laughs> he is on Instagram live. Talking about it's raining like a motherfucker out here. You see this? It's, it's just raining like a motherfucker. It's like, his little IG wasn't shit is so funny to me. <laughs> I kind of need that. Advice. That's literally why I follow him, just to see that, because that shit is funny. When it was cold, he would just go outside and be like, it's brick out here. It's <laughs> <laughs> His, oh my God, it's so funny. It's <laughs> I need to watch that. <laughs> if there's anybody in this world that I want me to, want to give me the weather, they had, like, it ain't got... But it ain't got to the point that like Jersey stations will put him on the TV to do the weather. <laughs> and he, there's a video of him doing the weather on the news. It is hilarious. Oh <laughs> Wait, is now I have to find it to send to you. Hold on. That is ridiculous. <laughs> Carlos King, if you're watching, we need all the mamas on the show. Throw mm. Tammy's mama in there too, because we need a balance, of course. I don't even remember Tammy's mom. Tammy's mama was the very sweet, kind, dark-skinned woman that was in recovery. She was beautiful. She was cool. She just came in and was just, you know, when her and Waka was going through their shit, she was like, look, I love him, but you're my priority. What do you need? And when they got back together, she's like, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little weary of this. Just proceed with caution, but I was saying, like, her mama was just supportive. I don't think I was watching the show by then. Is that coming back at all? No, no. I don't know. Mona's too busy directing B Boys. Producing She's not involved B-boy involved blues. She's not involved She was already a producer. No, with um, Love and Hip Hop. Oh, I was talking about B Boy Blues with just a similar. Oh, yeah, there it is. She was a producer for Oh, my gosh. Is I'm about to send this to you. This is where he did work with. Oh my god. This should never happen. Hold on, not that. Not that one. I need to ask There you. are multiple. No, 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 no. I just didn't want to show you from somebody else's. Oh. So um, I'm going to see this. My god. They called it the drip report? Yes. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, there you go. This is Enjoy that. But um, so I the thing about this show is really like there's 
the way that Wanda's used in the show makes me uncomfortable because Wanda's she, a work for the cameras. She kind she just goes and systematically throws out these very damaging things and be like, Well, I saw it on social media. And I saw it on social media. And it's and it's like she's so intense. She doesn't want her daughter to be happy. She doesn't want and he's watching Jim Jones do the weapon. <laughs> Okay, I'm not listening to it, but I'm imagining he's just like, nigga, it's cold up here. You need to listen to it. It's <laughs> just wait till we're done. You need to listen to it. It's hilarious. But it's it's just, I don't know. The way she's, and I don't, they call themselves the Scots 1.0. And I don't, I just don't. So Marcel, Mar- Maurice is supposed to be 2.0? Yeah, because they got married first. But isn't 2.0 better than 1.0? Yeah, but is that wrong? What they call themselves? One, I just think they no, they they're better than the uh, you know they it definitely they're the upgrade. <laughs> no, they are, but I just think it's stupid to call yourself like yeah, we're the OG, like we're the Macintosh. But <laughs> even get out of here. But even that feels like it has superiority complex written all over it. Because why is that necessary? And also shows their lack of intelligence. I mean. So you're going to sit there and be like, yeah, we the 1.0. Nigga, do you understand what that means? I just don't... I don't like the way they move. At all. At all. They they give very snake energy. They I yes. don't like the way they move at all. I don't... Like, people who relish in other people's misery, I can't... I can't fuck with you like that. So... And granted, I don't know you and y'all probably don't want to fuck with me no way. And I don't really give a fuck whether you do or not, but... Y'all wonder why y'all get the energy y'all get online. It's because it's trash. Y'all move real funny, and then Marcel, you cheating on that damn girl? I'm gonna put what you say. Because whether he is or is not, is, I I just I don't know. all sign, no, I don't That's know. The one thing I'm I don't know. I'm not fucking him. I don't know who he's fucking. I don't really care who he's fucking. But his energy gives he be cheating on her. Hey does it it does but like it's it's he's he is her father yeah he is her he's the father is, that abandoned her it is like, that's very what it is. like their their relationship is very parental which is but then he In tries to fashion, should he be anybody's father figure once again they should but he does try to try to move that same parental energy to everybody he does and he walks in like he commands this level of respect that he has not earned amongst these people. I don't know you. I'm not going. I'm not giving you respect. Exactly, and it's like he just feels like he should garner this level of respect because he's who he is. And it's like, what does that mean to me? Because you don't extend this same level of respect to the people around you. I because if you did, you they do that to him. They hold Marcel they do. on this pedestal, and I don't know wrong. why. Because he. When things go wrong, they call him Mm because apparently he's logical. But being logical requires a certain level of intelligence and experience. Yeah, that that nigga that nigga ain't got, or at least doesn't seem to. Like if he was like selling dope back in the day, I'll give you a little bit of that. It's like okay, fine, I get it. Like you've had to do X, Y, and Z to make ends meet, what have you. But nothing about you gives me like the dope boy story. About nothing about you gives me tragedy. You know what I mean? It gives entitled. I mean, I get like I can understand that y'all may have grew up poor, but his his energy gives entitled. His energy. 
Yep. Gives. Well, he also kind of gives scammer energy too. But I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I don't know what. There are people that are operating full for in full force of capitalism, like the other scammers. Yeah. Like you can't operate. It. Like they they were scamming their own nephew. Yeah. Yeah. And then they got scammed by. And then just to like just to wrap it up, we can like Destiny and the Witness, we can kind of talk about them simultaneously because it's not like a whole like the biggest the biggest conflict between them was within each other, just because Tiffany this is my thing with Tiffany. We could do without her, honestly. It's just what annoys me is this it's again the entitlement because she feels like she can walk into any room and just say what the fuck ever to who the fuck ever. And it's like, well, it's just words. Why are you mad? And it's like it's it's very white woman energy. It's very caring. It's you know, like it's but that's what it's already been happening amongst them. Yeah. Tiffany just came in and was like, I'm going to throw a label on it and call it transparency while everyone else calls it jokes. Yeah. I, I, uh, I don't, the thing about the Whitmans, I don't know enough about them to even know how I feel. Because no. they, they very care, and it's, they, they give Bone Collector, they give Sheree. I was thinking Shamia. I heard so. But it's like they kind of be around. They kind of, they just kind of start a mess up. Mm-hmm. But you literally don't know anything about these people. There's <clears throat> no storyline amongst them. There's no because their whole storyline did not have anything to do with them. Well, also, too, in all fairness, everybody else was too busy arguing and fighting amongst each other. They didn't dig. They didn't dig. Nobody asked the question. So they were just sitting there like, well, we talked about it, so let's have to ask some questions. Right. Nobody asked them anything. Right. Like, nobody honestly cared. Not really. And then got mad when they started just kind of shooting off and saying wild shit to whoever and wanting to give people advice, which also I don't believe in giving marriage advice at all. I don't I mean, unless feel you're like, a licensed professional. I don't feel like anybody that's not that's not a licensed professional can give marriage advice. Or pimp. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I hate you. So, so he didn't say a pimp. He said pimp. He is my grandfather. <laughs> my grandfather is called pimp. Yes, I know. I don't need y'all. <laughs> but Pimp and Coop back here. Oh my God. They are going to kill me. <laughs> the murder that is going to happen when I see my grandparents and tell them, and because by that time, somebody who knows them has listened to this and will tell them that you on this podcast called them Pimp and Coop. My grandparents are going to kill me. <laughs> oh, Lord. But yes, my family's country is what it is. So whatever. I'm gonna just say hump day if we go right. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm not explaining that one. That just the context is gonna be lost. If you know, you know. Uh, but it's like because I say I say you can't give marriage advice because you don't 
you may know both people in the relationship, but you don't know those people in that capacity. Yeah. A relationship version of a person is totally different than a friend version, which is different than a sibling version. Like you don't know those people in those in that capacity. Yeah. And then all your advice is colored by your experience. It's yes. based on the situations you have been in. It's based on, yeah, you may say, well, according to my therapist, you could do that, da, 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 but that's not you giving advice that you pass along teachings from therapy. But all advice is colored by your life experience and where you're coming from. And since you don't know their dynamic, you don't understand the ins and outs of a relationship because you don't know that person in that way, your advice will more often than not be detrimental to their relationship. I will say this. There is... The only person on the show fit to give any kind of advice is Kimmy. And that is only dealing with physical and medical. Yeah. Because she's qualified to do so. There is nobody else on the show that is qualified in any way, shape, form, and or fashion to give any kind of advice, any kind of help, any talks. I won't trust these niggas to give me a pep talk. I won't trust these niggas to give me a piss dispenser. Oh my God. There is nothing that anyone on this show is qualified uh, uh, qualified to do other than play with them, play Lincoln fucking logs and be messy and that's it. If you want to tell me how to be a messy ass sissy and how to get away with it, perfect. You're qualified for it. But when it comes to the inner works of my relationship, regardless whether like you've been together five years, 10 years, 15 or 25 years, based on what we have seen and based on the ways that you treat your partner, you are unqualified. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And if I was a woman on the show, completely embarrassed. Every last one of them. Yeah. Completely embarrassed. That was the one thing that Wanda got right. She was like, you talked out, you talked out my daughter. Yeah. Finally got that right. Yeah. Uh, Miss Van, who deserves to be called Miss. Talking to Martel. Essentially, you disrespect my daughter, and I this is not what I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. There's not a single person on the show that's qualified for. And the only person that's not insecure or dealing with like dealing with some level of emotional issue or trauma because of the shit that has happened really is Kimmy. And I'm sure she is, but she's handling it well. Yeah. Des and destiny. I only say destiny because for her to be get divorced three weeks after having the baby. That's a lot. She but she but on the also, show is like, eh. but also what I will say. When I saw LeBaric in the second season, I was like, he gives abusive, he gives cheetah, he gives... But she talked too slow for that. I did not like LeBaric immediately when he did that whole thing about her changing her last name and it cannot be hyphenated. I was just like, no, nah, this is... I'm, I really, really, that's when you know it's bullshit. Yeah, he, 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 he always gave cheetah, he gave abusive, he gave bad partner. Yeah. I think the reason why they worked for as long as they did is because they were long distance most of the time. Exactly. And she got pregnant, they were in the same home, quarantine happened, and then they found out they actually hate each other. They actually do not like each other. Which that, pull over just with the main thing for a minute, that whole entire well, this divorce is your fault because you wouldn't change your name 
bullshit. That's was bullshit. disgusting. It, and then also the, well, this is why he divorcing you because you talk too much. And what you do to make that man divorce you, it was gross. It was misogynistic. I hated everybody that played into that. It was disgusting. Meanwhile, this was a this was a slow talking light skinned nigga. So you know he wasn't that bright. <laughs> but just because this nigga is your friend does not make it, especially for Martel, given that they were friends before she <laughs> got with this nigga. <laughs> this nigga talked and it sounded like Diane Reed from NPR. No, <laughs> no not doing that. This is Diane Reed. Ain't she like 197 years old? I actually like, think she might be dead. Possibly. Aaron, is Diane Reed still alive? Yeah. Is she still alive? How old is she? Like 100? Anything that sound like that, you know good and goddamn well not to trust them. 85. Damn. Oh, there's no Wanda. Right. Mm. I think that did we cover everybody? Yeah. I think we're done with these things. Yeah. Um, so Love and Marriage Huntsville is a Carlos King production. Y'all know that nigga. Um, it's over on Discovery Plus. Uh, watch everything with a grain of salt, because even not even that. Um, they're airing season four right now, and they have a spinoff, mm-hmm. Love and Marriage DC, featuring the um, one, the only, the living legend, the queen, the role model, and the icon, the former Real Housewife of Potomac, uh, Miss Monique Samuels. Yes. And Chris. And they arguing already. I haven't seen DC yet. I haven't watched DC yet. I was trying it's to okay. get through these last episodes of Huntsville before I got, to got through the episodes in season four of Huntsville before I got into DC. It's all right. I'm just like, you niggas are so willing to put any and everything out there for a check. How do I get on board? <laughs> I got some shit I'll have we are up. Um, yeah, that's the thing. You want me to have a couple of hard conversations? Give me a bottle of something and a check, and I'll do it. Okay, on that note, <laughs> I am glad y'all still here. Glad y'all listen. Yes. Keep, you know, like, share, subscribe, do all the things. You can, our socials are in the episode notes. Y'all can follow us if you want to. It's just nonsense, but you can follow us if you want to. <laughs> All right. Remember Maurice's powder, powdery melanated. Bye, yeah. He's still fine, though. Good day. Yes. Bye. <laughs> Make it look like a chiquita.